This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here physically wow. with you, Jordana. That's physically sounded, it sounded weird. <laughs> the minute I said it, I didn't like it, uh, but I went through with it because I usually say virtually. Right. But we are now at the brand spanking new Betch's offices. Congratulations. I'm like. Thank you. Con- congrats to everyone at Betch's who has been spending, you know, we've been making this podcast room for like over a year and we haven't been IR. It's IRL fall right yes. now. We haven't been IRL since um, March 2020. It's wild. Remember? remember we did one where we kind of like. We did we, a weird we, one. We did the secret one. <laughs> yes. Where we weren't sure if it was still cool. Like we were like, I don't know, are we going to get in trouble? And like who's to get in trouble with? Like now it feels a little ridiculous. Oh my God. I remember that day too. I wore gloves on the subway. <laughs> and that was like when gloves were this. It was gloves before. Were there in. Was no mask. Mm. It was before. Um, it was before the masks. Everyone was like, oh yeah, you got to wear a mask. But. Everyone was wearing gloves to like the supermarket. I remember wearing it to the subway and then I took them off when I got there and it was, it was a weird day. Very weird. And we like got one more in before we were like, we can't do this. Yes. We can't be, you know, going in disguise to the Betch's offices to take, to I know. take podcasts. Yeah. It was uh, like, because people were watching you. It's oh, like, there, <laughs> there was all a- eyes. They were all, you know, but they, listen, it is cool to be, it, it's a, it's a little weird. Like we, we discussed before, we're like, we had to get used to a dynamic that was zoom. Now we have to get back used to in person. Yeah. Um, but I, I think this is already great. This is already, uh, this is already like, uh, I'm um, already enjoying a thousand times more than on zoom. Same. I'm really excited about it and it feels even more professional than our last podcast room. We've got like panels and video and I don't even know where to look. Because yeah. I'm not on Zoom, so I'm like, should I look at you? Do I look at the cameras? There's yeah. like many cameras. It's it's very high tech room we're in. It's a great room. So I mean, we want people. Um, you you know, there's been money invested. There's been capital put in. So there's going to be videos. There's going to be TikToks. There's going to be stories. There's going to be a full multimedia thing going on with this podcast and. Our ask of you is follow and like and comment and play with it. You know, like that's the, that, you know how, Jordana, who knows better than you? The social yes. media world involves, we need interaction. We want you guys to get involved with what we're doing, especially, you know, TikTok, like these dating advice snippets, we could really take off on there. We could be like, I know, we could be like very cool on TikTok. I think if we play our cards right. <laughs> this is not the way to get cool is by talking about how cool we how could cool be. How cool we could be on TikTok? <laughs> yeah, but um, we'll, we'll get there. I think I, there's a shot, you know. Yeah. Play the, you know, if we pray to father algorithm, you know, then we'll be okay. We could be the oldest cool people on TikTok if we, if we play our cards right. I hope to father algorithm. Yes. And <laughs> I mean, I'm so excited. It is. So this episode air, we were pre-recording this, but it's airing on Thanksgiving Eve. Mm. Huge dating, big, big dating day. 
big uh, big romance day. Or not I, ro- big sex day. Sex day, <laughs> romance day, embarrassment day, yes. big emotional day. Yeah. That, I would say people are at high school reunions 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Uh, people are uh, around high school people that, you know, the the one that got away that you got a chance to talk to tonight. Like I always, yes. I do the same tweet every year and it's like uh, thoughts and prayers to the guy or girl. Thoughts and prayers to the person who decides tonight's the night they're going to speak up to their high school crush. Right. And I feel like in COVID, I mean, it was probably like uh, the whole thing probably felt like Thanksgiving Eve. People totally. Home. <laughs> yeah. But now people are back and now it's like a regular one. Yeah, oh, this is, is a regular. This is definitely a regular one. People are also. You're coming back to people that you've, you know, just like you said, like you had last year, where you saw them maybe more, and then you kind of went away mm-hmm. from each other. So it's not like five years ago. It's six months ago. We had a thing, right? And now, what are we doing again? Maybe you thought it fizzled, and they're calling back tonight, or. You thought it was uh, going, you know, or you think it's still going and the person's like, oh, I'm, you know, kind of hanging out with my another group of high school friends. I don't know. You know, the, all, all offers are on the table. A lot to navigate. I'm sure we'll get a lot of emails about awkward things that happened on that Thanksgiving Eve. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, And, you know, the day after Thanksgiving, just so you guys know, I'm restarting the trees. So send okay. me send me your trees. It starts it starts Did- after Thanksgiving. So this uh. This Friday. What is, did you give yourself a nickname ever for this? The tree. Tree betch. The tree, tree betch. Yes. Yeah. Tree betch. You got to send in your, I, I'm, I'm a fan. I, I love it. Um, nothing better than a Jew rating yes. these people's trees. And it's, I, I, no, send in the trees. I'm excited. It's the most cynical time of the year. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> that is what they say. Um, yeah. Awesome. I, uh, this is, I mean, this is the time of year for like so much of what we do. So because it's dating relationships, the intermingling of social media and internet with dating and relationships, the intermingling of your family with dating and relationships and mixing families and meeting families. So if you have a friend or a coworker or a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears will take them. Share, share this podcast, make it the group chat, uh, share the link. If something, if there's an email on here that speaks to you or someone you know, share, share, share. You gotta, you gotta send that link, right? Exactly. And our, our live show is in just a couple of weeks. Um, if you haven't gotten your tickets, get them because they're, the good seats are probably gone, but you can still come to the show. You can still meet us. You can still hear it's, it's going to be a great event. I'm really excited. It's at uh, getyourticketsbetches.co slash youuplive21. Um, and you guys can submit your own. You can submit to potentially be chosen to come on stage with Jared and I. The chosen ones. Exactly. And get your, I'm actually really glad we're recording in person because we can get used to the to the physical yes. presence of each other Absolutely. while doing a, a live show. It's going to be great. Um, so we want your deal reveals, which are text screenshots. We want your dating app makeovers. That is screenshots of all your, you know, of uh, your full profile. Uh, we want your fuckboy or Nas. And we want your red flag deal breakers. We want all of them. It's a user generated show. It is a live interactive experience. It is so much fun. Fun for the whole group chat. Um, and yeah, I, I can't say get the tickets again because I, I know 
you know, you like guys know I, at what this you point, do. Just yeah, do it. you're gonna have a great time. <laughs> I, I, I'm sick of promising people a good time because I know it's gonna be a good time. I, I, I'm just like, it is a fun event. So. December 8th, you send them into UUP at Betches.com and then Betches.co slash UUPLive21 is the, um, whatever, is the, <laughs> the link. Hyperlink, whatever, whatever it is, that's where it whatever is. Whatever it is. Um, yeah. Other than that, I'm in Phoenix and St. Louis. So Phoenix and St. Louis, JaredFree.com. If you want to come to a stand-up show and you're not in the New York City area and you're hanging under the arches. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C-Holly Bio Extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP. UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about, we're instead of doing an opening email, we're going to talk about some interesting New York Post articles and um, just a new hinge feature. So love it. a little uh, pop culture update, I a, guess. A dating in the news segment. Yes. We can play like a little music of like, you know, like the news song. Right. <laughs> you know, it's a concert and a show. That's right. Yeah. I, I, this is what you waited for to be live exactly. in the room. The real life experience. Yeah. Um, so we're going to, the first article we're talking about is called, the title is, and you can always count on the New York Post for this kind of title. Yeah. Men with golden penis syndrome are ruining sex and dating for women. Yeah, it, it it's a very New York Post title, but golden penis syndrome wasn't created by the New York Post. That's the interesting part. What is, like, what is the background? Like, what is the general term golden penis syndrome mean? So, uh, you want me to read this? Sure. Only 40.5% of college students are men. And 1981 was the last year that more men graduated from college than women. College-educated women typically want to date college-educated men. And since the ratio is skewed, dating demand for college-educated men is higher with a smaller supply. When men, and this is a quote, when men are in undersupply, the dating culture becomes less monogamous. Men are more likely to treat women as sex objects and treat relationships as disposable. This phenomenon has been dubbed the golden penis syndrome by students at Sarah Lawrence, where 75% of enrollees are women. Yeah, Sarah Lawrence came, you know, that that's a very yeah. female school yeah, I mean, it used to be all, all female, which I think is mm. why it's still predominantly like huge majority female. Mm -hmm. But 
I think it's very interesting. I wonder also, like, in a situation where it's flipped, let's say colleges in, like, the 1950s, mm-hmm. was it, like, men were trying to settle down with, with anyone? Were they, like, more willing to commit because there were so few women that women kind of could be more selective? I would think so. I, I mean, like, mm-hmm. think about, like, how our grandparents got together. It wasn't like they were on this, like, nationwide search. They weren't <laughs> swiping you know, in Colorado while living in Michigan, mm-hmm. they, you know, which you can do right now. Um, also, people weren't moving away. So it was like, you know, it was there wasn't even the hope of like, hey, maybe in my next city, I'll meet the next love of my life. You right. know, because we have a lot of people that send in there going, you know, they're leaving in two months. You know, so I don't even want to think about a relationship or I don't even want to go down this road. And that's because they they're competing with the ghost. They're competing with like this imaginary perfect person that they're going to find in their new city, which we all know pretty much doesn't exist or may, you know, will exist for them because they'll make it fit their narrative. But but I think it's interesting. I mean, not only just for college is that like I think that people say this kind of thing about like dating in New York, like there's. You know, there's more, there's, there's not enough men or there's not enough good men. And so like the men get just treat women like they're disposable. And like, I don't know if that's actually true or not, or if it's just like the general biology of like the fact that men have more time makes that more true. I think it's true. I mean, I, I, I think disposable makes it sound icky, but Mm -hmm. I, I do think like, you know, to me, like when I read this, the golden penis syndrome, I was like. This is happening already. Like college graduate or not, this right. is this is a, this is a major city problem. It sounds like because again, people who move to major cities are, you know, I would assume, and maybe I'm making this is a bad assumption, but college educated, they're working in you know, quote unquote, white collar jobs right. that you require a college education. So I would assume this trickles up, you yeah. know, and it has been happening. You know, it's been going that way. So. And also, I do think there's another element of, like, women will, men, I think, will date down educationally. Mm-hmm. And I don't think women are as willing to do that. Yeah. Be, or I, financially. I think you're right. You yeah. know, like, um, yeah, I mean, like. That, I, mean, and I don't that, know if the term date down is, like, politically correct, but. Well, it, it, it works right. as far, you know, we got to go, we got to choose a direction. Right. Know, so, <laughs> gotta, so, the, yeah, so, yeah, so, um, but I, I. You know, but also that's like societal stuff, like, and also like normal things, like women want protection. They want like, you know, feel comfort, safety, all those things. Those work into someone who has a career path, someone who, you know, they can trust to be, you know, and guys are not even, you know, protection doesn't even like rate on my mind, you know. I want to be comfortable with someone, but like on my mind, like who's going to, who's going to make sure I can right. make it in this. Who's going to make me feel safe you know, yeah. for safety? Really? Totally. So I, I, um, well, what do you think is a solution for this? It's kind of like the solution wasn't naming it golden penis <laughs> syndrome, <laughs> right? To make them like... bring the guys down a <laughs> yeah, notch, with, think, you know, right? Yeah. Doesn't that seem like a bad, like Sarah Not Lawrence, <laughs> you know, like you kind of fucked up here. Not to like, you know, uh, you know, I mean like call it like, you know, you know, fucking gross dick syndrome. It's like kind of oh, like they're inflated getting around. average man syndrome. What like, is that? It's like an inflated, av- the average man is now like has ego inflated. That doesn't sound quite as good. Yeah. It's, it's not as uh, quippy. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, 
you know, mediocre man syndrome. Yes. You know, like mediocre that, man syndrome would be like less uh, making, putting the man on a pedestal. Yeah. Like if one guy reads golden penis syndrome and he goes, you know what? There are more, wait a minute. There's more women than men. Right. You know, like, In case like they didn't know. Yeah. We're getting a divorce, honey. Right. <laughs> like, it's like, I, I mean, also I this plays into, there's another thing that I thought of when I was looking at this was men's, nature to like what's the biggest fear like what's a for who a, what's a man's relationship fear like what's a woman's relationship fear um like just general like when dating when dating what's a, like that there's that she's gonna be dropped for someone else and and alone forever right yes. the cat woman you yes. know which is the, the pigeon woman the as pigeon, we discussed yes. last time yes <laughs> the pigeon Central woman Park. yes so if that's a not everyone's greatest fear but if that's a fear which then the male fear i think for a lot of men is to be uh divorced and poor at a late age like sad divorced dude at to a go, late age yes okay. to go backwards i think for a lot of men and i think i have this fear is like like you i meet divorced men in the, of a certain age like if you go to like Blue Martini in Naples, Florida. Okay. It is just full of like divorced dad looking like they have like the collared shirt with the cuffs that have the paisley under the cuff. And they're in like sneakers that don't really match the level of shirt they're wearing. And you're like, so men don't want to be divorced. That's like their big fear. Men want to be divorced and rich. I think okay. uh, like they I don't want to be divorced and poor. I think I think like not able to live a lifestyle like where you can feel like you've accomplished and okay. but you see this a lot with like someone whose life has just been torn apart their biggest fear is being like ryan philippe is that how you say i'd it? take ryan philippe is that how you say it? ryan philippe 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 Reese Witherspoon's ex-husband. Is he ruined? Is he? He just seems like kind of a loser. Like okay. he's married to, you know, he's married to Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. And they have these like two amazing kids. He was like at the top of his career when he met her. And now she's like super successful, sure. way more famous than him, um, remarried. And he's just kind of like this like losery guy who like doesn't really get much work. And like he, I think he had some like sexual assault charges against him like just like not uh, compared to reese witherspoon sure who i i don't need to really like tout her mm -hmm. accomplishments um he's just not he's not doing well on the other end of the divorce well on say. this subject you said like m women want to marry up they want to mm -hmm. be safety comfort we just talked about that like you know ryan felipe has lost that to a lot of people right that that credential that like their safety there's 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 um growth here there's somewhere for this relationship to go we can maybe have he can have a kid with a second family you know what right. i mean so i think a lot of men kind of fear that reality so if you're fearing that you could be ruined by a relationship you push away and if you're fearing that you're going to be alone you 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 grab on okay so it's like women grabbing on to men that aren't exactly that great for them and men pushing away from women that maybe there's something better down the road but is it like is it that men want to be single forever? No. I like, I I don't think that is as what you what we I would think people would assume that, but that's not what it is. Right. I, I don't think, think there's most gotta be, men are like, "Oh, I want to be like 50, never married, no kids." I mean, every guy says, "Yeah, I'm looking for a relationship." Uh, you know, I'm, right. what, what do they say on their thing? They 
Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for something real, but then they you go, they go, but I'm just not ready for a relationship right. right now, you know? So then to women, I guess, if you're looking at that kind of scenario, it's kind of like, well, what's it going to take for you to commit? For you to like be like, okay, this is the person I'm going to I'm going to be with. This is the this is who I'm going to settle down with, who I'm going to have children with. I actually think the answer's in our next story. Okay. Because I think it connects because this is, I was thinking about that. We, we want to uh, do mind if we go no, to the next no, story I because mean, I, I think it connects. They all, they all connect. Yeah, all they this all connect. stuff I'm sure is not, they're not, they don't exist in a vacuum. No. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi whole body deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Yeah, so the next article also via the post is that cup is is called the headline is couples who met on dating apps headed for early divorce study finds. Yeah. I mean, do you want to read yeah. the re- So the study is relative strangers the importance of social capital for marriage concluded that 12% of couples who found their significant other online got divorced within the first 3 years of marriage compared to only 2% of lovers who met through friends. <laughs> um lovers. lovers. <laughs> Two percent of lovers met their friends, and the study claims that couples who meet online get married as relative strangers because it's harder to gather reliable input on the person without mutual friends slash shared social circles. And there's an added the added risk disappears after the first three years of marriage. You can develop the social capital needed to support the relationship over time, and that's basically it's basically like it's saying you're more likely to get divorced if you met on an app. But if you're mar- if you're married over three years, then like it doesn't then you're you're past that hump. What they're basically saying is a lot of what we've said in the past, like the 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 friends add consequence, right? And they're basically saying that the first three years of consequence are way more than after that because you, after the three years you create a friend group together, you know, like. You get in a relationship, it's like we're combining the friend group in the right. first three, you know, let's say you- Then you bec- your social circles become more integrated. Totally. Right. So in the first three years, you can cut out someone you met on a dating app because you go, yeah, I'll just go back to my friends. I'll go back to Jared Island. Right. You know, I, I don't have like the other, you know, I don't, I don't have to like literally be the alone divorce guy, you know, okay. that I'm talking about. So, and I also think, and the answer when you ask, um, and this is in addition to what they're saying, because I was thinking about this, like- and I see this in my own life 
right now is excitement. You know, Mm -hmm. the date and, and what do I mean by excitement is like the dating app process kind of takes away like all of that intrigue and yes. And you know, Step one well, through 10 are laid out for you on a dating app. Right. First date, second date, third date. Fuck, right? We talked about yeah, it. That's, that's dating why, app stuff. That's why people don't like dating apps. That's yeah. why they prefer to meet people in person or through friends or something like that. Because I think it, again, like it takes away any sort of like mystery of the reason behind why you're there. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting for people in college, right? Who are in college right now, who grew, who didn't really date before dating apps ever. Mm -hmm. So there's no, there's nothing to compare it to. There's nothing different. So, and what I've heard from, from people in college and stuff like that is like, they're using dating apps with people that they know in person. So instead of having to say to a guy, um, that they, they saw in their bio class, like approach them at a bar, Mm -hmm. they can see them on a dating app and swipe there, which I do feel like takes something away from it. But if, if maybe that for the new generation, that's all they'll know. And it won't be as like, it won't feel as weird to be dating someone from an app. Well, we're, we're different. I mean, I, this kind of angers me a little bit, you know, like I, I listen, I've, I've used dating apps since their infancy. I've been on the dating websites before there were even swiping apps. So it is interesting that this is the world people that lack social skills wanted. Right. You know, these apps were created by the coder in your high school graduating class. The guy, or the woman, they, they were, I mean, to the go Zuckerberg back. Zuckerberg types. The right? Zuckerberg yeah, yeah, right. types, okay? Zuckerberg didn't want to go up to a woman. He wanted a green light over her head that gave him a thought in her brain that made it safer to go up to a woman. Right. So with that in mind, that also takes away the, thrill of the chase and i don't believe in like making a guy chase we've talked like making a guy chase you isn't really the move i do think how do we add excitement into the dating app game because we we're here now you know like when you when you hear this stuff where it's like first three years you might you're more likely to get a divorce it's like okay i don't want that to happen you know i don't think anyone listening wants that to happen so like where do you add in excitement and where do you add in like and, well, how and do you consequences have, how do you have the dating app experience mimic the real world experience i guess more or or i guess hinge hinge used to do that from what i remember from like you know they would yeah. tell you i don't know if they still do this they would tell you how many mutual friends you had and mm-hmm. it sort of like tried to give you that sense of safety via like all right you know like 20 people in common and it would make it harder to break up or right. even go on the date because you're like you would check in with a friend that maybe knew them. Maybe right. they know each other too much. And you vetted. go, yeah. yeah, and they've been vetted. Right. And then you go, oh, fuck, like I'm going to disappoint right. both of these people. I mean, there's nothing more exciting, I would imagine, than like, you know, you're, you see someone on a dating app and you text someone you know about them. And that person's like, oh, yeah, they're amazing. They're super hot. They're great. Totally. Whatever. Like, I feel like that is the closest you can get yeah, to I, that feeling of like, oh, I met them and they seem really normal. Yeah, I I think that like we forget the importance of excitement, you know, totally. like because what you said is totally true. Hey, oh my God, you do have to meet that person. You're gonna love them right. when you hear those things. Like I I just got a message from someone, um, who is 
legit apologizing me. They're very nice, but they they messaged me, and I we've talked about this on you up with benefits. I mean, their message to me was, Jared, I have a great girl for you. And I go, <laughs> and I don't know this person. Yeah. And I go, uh, I really appreciate it, uh, but I'm not going to go out with someone based on just their phone number. She's, she goes, this is her phone number. And then yeah. she writes. Um, no more uh, information. Has she not listened to the show? Well, that's what I said. I go, go listen. to. We've done an episode on this. I, I go, I can't sound. I'm not going to be in a polite position to say no is really. Right. And I'm trying to be nice. And I don't want to be mean to this person. I don't want. I'm not calling I them out. I hope they know the that. person that's impolite, though, because to like. They to, apologize. Right. Okay. They went back and listened and okay. literally just messaged me. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Like, they're the nicest person alive. Okay. I, I, I'm not trying to hate on them, but I am trying to say. The excitement of a setup, the excitement of a dating app match, the excitement of of meeting someone in a bar, like they all come in different ways. We have to, f- and we have to service those ways. Right. Because like, if, like if this person was like, I heard you say, like there is a setup, in, there is a way where it's like, I heard you say these seven things and I was out with my friend and they don't know you at all. And they just said like such similar things. I really think you two would be a match. Here's seven pictures. I think it would be like, you don't seven, understand. Seven yeah, is the number. Seven, right. you, know, you know, seven okay. uh, off the top of my head. And, uh, but I, then you go, oh, you thought of me. You know, right. I'm the star of this movie. And that sounds douchey, I agree. But I'm saying everyone wants to be the star of the movie at I mean, one point when, in your own love life. That's what takes you, that's what the difference is between the dating apps, which feels like you're not a star at all. You're just one of a million people who are on them. And any other dating experience where it's like, okay, even if I met you at a bar, there were people all around us, but you mm. chose to, sp- to speak to me or you yeah. thought of me to set me up with this person. It definitely feels much more like special. And from my perspective, the specialness is of the swipe. We think of things in black and white terms when they really aren't. Mm-hmm. So like when you get a swipe right, the you know, my animal brain goes oh she'd fuck me (laughs) (laughs) you know like and that's not right or wrong that's just you know maybe it's right for some maybe it's wrong for others but it's probably more wrong than it is right for most of these women i'm swiping to them they're going he's cute (laughs) you know like you know like they go and and, but i take it as see us dating right well but that makes the person i think more disposable to men okay because they go well i could Right, because they know you would. Right, you would be interested. There's no, there's no world where like you're still not sure because they're already just by just by being on the app, mm-hmm. you know that the person is is down. You go up to a woman in a bar. Hey, what's your name? You see no wedding ring. You see no right. whatever. You go and where are you from? What do you do? Well, here's my number. You still don't know. Yeah, they could have had a boyfriend. They could have had a, you know someone else that they're hooking up with. Like. It, 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 the dating apps, it's so much more binary, you know? I know. And I mean, that's why people love to meet people off of the apps. But I mean, that's not to say that you can't, because it's not, just because it's not the most exciting way to do something doesn't mean it doesn't work. That's, well, that's the problem is yeah. then you speak to someone, we met on Hinge and they have a whole story about why their thing is the way to do it and there's no other way to do it. And I was home for Thanksgiving and I swiped him on Hinge and never met him in high school. And oh my God, we were the perfect match. You should go to a grocery store. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? Right. But people do <laughs> people do meet on apps more than they don't meet on apps. Totally. To an extent. So yeah. uh, what is like I'm like I'm I like when we come up with like 
out-of-the-box solutions. solutions because you hear this three-year stat. We yep. have to, be, I believe in numbers. Right. I believe in science, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm and, uh, Jared Free 2024. I, so I, I, there has to be a way to, you know, when we say own your standard, that's creating excitement, I think. Yeah. Meet my friends. You won't meet my friends? Meet my friends is a good way to counteract the the three-year issue too because you're inter- the more you're integrating someone into your life, mm-hmm. the, more, the less they're more just like this random stranger on an app who's from a different plate. I mean, that's, that's sort of the beauty, the upside and the downside of meeting someone on the app. Never before in your life would you might maybe meet someone who is from a different walk of life and you hangs out at different bars that is in a different area. That's like an upside. Great. Totally. There's more options mm-hmm. for that. The downside is that the person is a lot more foreign to the world that you're in. Like I met Mike through a setup. Right. So like, even though I didn't know him before, I know people that he knew mm-hmm. or I'm from a town next to his. So there's like all these different little things that give you a sense of like, okay, like I know that this will fit in that way. And I think that's what the apps are missing. But maybe if you just, if you make it a point to integrate that person into your life and see how, kind of like throw them in there and see how they listen. They I, I go, that might be helpful. I am a proponent of the friend luck dinner. The bring a friend, right? Bring a friend. We've talked about this, right? Yeah. So On this we podcast, have, yeah. have we do- talked about the friend luck? Sort of like the, the, the sex in the city idea with the, like bring a man you're not interested into the party. I don't even gender it. I'm, I'm more progressive than Carrie Bradshaw. I, I would say, no, you bring everyone. And, and if you're going to say to me, I have no friends, then good luck. I, you know, right. I can't help you. No friends, no dates. Yeah. It's a very, it doesn't sound like an exciting person. Enjoy the yeah. wilderness right. alone. So <laughs> when I'm friend luck, you have six friends at brunch. Everyone brings one friend, male, female. It doesn't matter. Sexual orientation doesn't matter. These are six other people that could hypothetically introduce you to other people. Right. And it extends your friend group and loose connections that we talked about with Meg J. She was fantastic. Um, That's an old episode that that you guys can go back and look. We talk about loose connections. Weak ties. That was it. Weak ties are great ways to meet strong relationships. I think that's the the title of her next book. So now you bring those six people. Those six people bring six people. Now you got a party, one person's apartment. And at one point in the party, everyone has to introduce their friend in a funny, fun way. Right. I mean, that was the beauty of the pregame, right? Yeah. You know, I do remember, it's funny, I remember something along those lines, and this ties into both articles. Um, there was someone who, there was a, a a Yale mom, I think it was Yale, it might have been hard, it was a really good school mom, and she basically penned like an editorial to all of the women at this college mm. that were that was like, you better find someone while you're in college here and like, make them marry you essentially like the place to like the place to meet someone is right here because and i think it got like obviously like people like dragged it as like sure. extremely anti-feminist and whatever but the also I, also like elitist, you're, elitist you, you right. better find someone here at fucking yale because those monster idiots are out there waiting for you yeah, yeah i mean it's yeah it's very classist <laughs> it's very sexist a lot of it but i do think the interesting point of it being i guess that like because there is again more of a a willingness of men to date down mm. the idea that like okay this is the only time where they're you're like all they're surrounded with right? you got you have a you have a uh, a participatory audience you have a a, right. a, a yeah they're, you're they're, in the bubble yeah they're and in the like zone. you're the only option right yeah. the the Yale girls are the only option right now once you leave 
you're going to have a lot more competition. And the there, fact that you're there's smart. There's going to be Rollins girls. There's going to be Florida State girls. There's going to be, gonna be girls, yeah, yeah Arizona girls. Yeah. There's going to be uh, Penn State girls. Uh, the, 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 the real, you know, the, the, and they're coming in their crop tops. Basically, and they're going to be yeah. charging the fortress. And the yeah. men are not going to care as much that you went to Yale. Yeah, they're going to go, but, she, not, but right. she likes video games. So that was... <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. it was, it's again. I don't ag- necessarily agree with the with the with the statement, but I do think that there is there is an element of the, of what she's talking about shown in these are in these articles of like to- I, honesty pisses people off. There's an yeah. honest. She's yeah. coming from an honest place. Like you know, this is why behavioral psycho- psychologists get like a lot of shit because they right. go, well, this no is how people act. Yeah. You know, like I. But it's it's interesting. I mean, but I I think like who are your engaged audience? I mean, if we're going to like extend this out to someone, not Yale, you know, <laughs> who, you know, there's a woman listening who's in her thirties and is like, what do, how do I get these engaged yeah. participants that aren't with a golden pe- that don't think they have a golden penis and won't be ditching me within three years. You know, well, it's like, I think it, it means like getting a little, I think people need to be more creative than they're being like the, the apps are what they are. We know mm-hmm. first date, second date, third date, fuck th- fourth date, fifth date, sixth date, you know, friends. But it's like maybe like doing a little zig while everyone else is zagging. Right. I think if you can come up with a creative thing to go off of the apps, it's a great idea. The thing about the apps is that they're very consistent. Mm-hmm. So, like, you could do the fun brunch, right? Let's say that doesn't work. You're not going to be like, all right, I'm doing another one every two weeks. Like, that gets a little... Sure, gets a you little can only try things so many times. Exactly. So, I think that you can still use the apps as long as you're using them, again, in, like, the right way. And I mm-hmm. think that something like this podcast really helps people because they're like, okay, I'm going to be, like, a more educated consumer mm-hmm. of people on the apps. I know what to look out for. I know what kind of messages are really just inferring that the person just mm-hmm. wants sex. I know to, like, look out for someone who actually feels like they're trying. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. so I think you at least save some of your time. It might, it's, you're never going to find a situation where something is, bo- is both extremely easy, free, and also, like... The most effective thing you've ever seen. That's the reason, like, you know, what's the three things? It's, like, cheap, easy, and... Healthy. Something like that, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that has everything. So what the apps do have is the numbers, is the options, but you have to figure out how to sift through the thousands of options and, like, be an educated person to figure out, like, who you should invest time in and who you can immediately sort of disregard yourself. Like, you have to play the game if you're going to be in it. I mean, I, I... I'm not happy to be single, but I'm mm. happy to like, I, I'm, I'll take ownership of now knowing the process. Right. Like, and the feelings that people are having. I thought I knew them before. I think I did know them before, but from a different age and perspective. Now on these apps, I do see the, what am I going to do with this fucking match? Like, I, right. I have had that. I have gotten matches and been like, what am I going to do with this person? It means you're better at it. I think that if you if you you can look at that and say, okay, I'm become this like bitter person who's like knows what's like they've been around the block and they know what's going on and I'm like all like pessimistic about it. Or mm. I think you can reframe that as like I'm I've been around the block and I know what's going on and like now this this process is easier for me because I know how to sift through them. I'm like I'm 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 a better consumer. I I, I agree and I, like for the listeners out there that hear this and go yeah easy to say, I would say the apps are built to make you more negative. 
<laughs> like it, it is interesting because the more you get, the more you see what you don't want, right. and you don't see a lot of what you do want. You have it, to like sift through a lot of garbage. A lot to of find garbage, and, right. and, and, and and listen, garbage to me, beautiful to you. It doesn't, you know, one man's treasures right. and another man's trash, or whatever. But I would say, I I would say like, you know, you start by being like, you know, I'd go to, I'd go to Long Island for a date. Right. Yeah, we talked about yeah. this. Sorry, I, I, I'm repeating shit now because no, I mean, we're in sure. person. No, I don't remember. Yeah, no. uh, but then you then you end with like like I, to even further this mm-hmm. joke. I've had instances where I'm matching with people, and the idea like women think like guys don't look you up. We we have the same ability to Google as you. Right. Name college. Job, LinkedIn, NYC. I would Game think over, you, found them in two seconds. We can all do that. I would think it that. was weirder if someone didn't look me up. Totally I'd be like, you live in New York City. There's a million people. You're just going to go on a date on a chance on that a person's <laughs> normal. Like, why would you? No, 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 right? no. Netflix has too many movies. Uh, so I, 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 there was this one person messaging, cute, fun, like it seems like it's going well. And then we get down the subject of what I do. Okay. And because I'm referencing, yeah, I'm out doing, I'm out at a comedy club. And uh, and I go, have you, do you ever go to any shows? Okay. And I was, I used to be like not mention this at all. And now I'm more upfront with it because I'm just like, this is too much a part of my life to like ignore. I have to get, I have to see what the vibe is on this right away. And they go, they mention another person. They go, I haven't been in years, but I love Oh, I'm obsessed with this one person. Okay. And I go, uh, another comic that I know. Okay. And I go, does that oh. annoy you or does that make you like. No, I'm like, okay, we have this. I, I like this person. I think they're okay. awesome too. Uh, and then they go, and and I'm going to their show. And then I go, oh, I, we've actually done one another's podcasts. Okay. And then they wrote back, uh, oh, I think I've listened to yours. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, I mean, they were, uh, I'm obsessed. And then I right. go, oh yeah, I think we've done each other. Yeah, I've seen yours. <laughs> and I go, and and listen, this is shitty on me. I'm I'm not gonna. But don't you not want them to be like a super fan? I don't. I don't. Okay. I, I, I'm not, I'm not looking to be, this sounds, I can understand if someone's like, Jared, fucking up your own ass. I, I, I understand that. The point was, I, and I'm, I'm more being, this is more critical of myself, where I literally got into a negative mode Okay. Where I'm like, I've looked this person up. I can see they already follow me. Like oh. the person I'm talking okay. with. I go, so you She's know. a liar. I got a liar in her hands. <laughs> <laughs> you like it a little more than you think. Right. You know, then, then you're putting on here. But it's like we, you're in a position to be negative. Like I, I'm like, oh, because you already follow me. there's so many options. There's if so there, many if options. she was one of four girls in the entire city of New York, um, totally. you might- you know what I mean? You might be like, okay, I can get, I can live with the fact that she follows and she pretends that she doesn't know who I am. We'll get I, to the yeah. point where we have right. this discussion, and I, but I literally, and I just saw that, and I got like, I got a bad taste, which is okay. That's right. my own insecurities, and also like, I mean, if it were me, I, I, I think of what I would have done. I would have been like. Oh my god! I, I have to say, like, I, I enjoy your stuff. You know, I have right. to know. Like, I already follow you, actually. I, yeah, I mean, it's also like not like a thing that'd be tough for you to prove. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but I'll, and then they literally wrote. Um, they wrote back after I like saw it. I was like, 
I'll come back to this. I was like, let me okay. calm down. I'm wrong. Like, okay. <laughs> I went and hit the punching bag. You know, I, uh, no, but I, uh, I go, I'll chill out. Like, Jared, you're being a fucking piece of shit. And she goes like, oh, did that turn you off? And I was okay. like, and I had to write like, no. You but know, it did. It kind of did. So uh, why didn't you just say that it did? I'd rather say nothing at all, you know, okay. like I'd right. rather because like just leave like it again. Trying to make, you're not trying to make it work. Right. Yeah. But then I was like, we had this good conversation. So I go, no, hope you enjoyed. Like, I'm like trying to give right. them the out, which is even dumber of me. I don't know. But if the same thing happened with a person that you'd already met at a bar or a club, mm. a comedy club or something like that, would you think you would still go on, would go it, on the it, date? It did happen recently. Okay. I, I was, went on date. We've been texting, and then, you know, I do the Bachelor preview, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm finishing that, and they were like, let's hang out, and I was like, I'm finishing this up, and I sent one of the previews to them right, with the picture, and like, you know, like, I do jokes afterwards, mm-hmm. and when I sent it to someone, I'm like, kind of trusting them, like, I, like, I'm in the midst of writing it, right. um, and I... You're showing them the unfinished art. Yes, my... Yes. <laughs> And I sent it and they went, oh, just come over. I'll help you. I'm funnier than you. Oh, I don't like that. Me neither. Okay. I wrote back dot, dot, dot. We didn't hang out. <laughs> um, I got a text back being like apologizing. And okay. I wrote back. I sat on the sword. I was like, is that even the one that sat on the sword? I think so. I put a sword up my ass. Okay. <laughs> that's that's the more so, PC way to say more, it. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, but I I laid on the sword. Fall on the sword. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I go again, I think at 36, and I'm sure everyone listening who's of of the similar age, you know where you stink. Okay. You know where you like I know where I'm insecure. I know what I can't deal with, what I'm not looking to deal with. I know kind of where and I wrote, hey, I'm really sorry. I got ahead of myself. And there was no way that you could have ever known that that would annoy me. Annoy sure. me. But I, you know, I also take what I do like serious in this way. And you know, I'm just going to, you know, I think we've gotten ahead of ourselves and, and, that, and that's it. And how did that go? That was the end. Okay. But I mean, I'm saying, so it has happened in real life. So I'm like. Right. So I guess either way then it would annoy you. It doesn't even matter that you met the person on the app. True. It's, it's, uh. Well, that's good though. Those are two people then that probably wouldn't have wouldn't have been anything, and so you cut your losses early. I think like rejecting things is great. I'm with you. I just you know I think I we hear this a lot from listeners too, where it's like you don't want to be that negative. Per- You're like, who the fuck am I? I mean, again, this well, comes back to who the fuck am I all the time. Like it's it's kind of like if someone if there's one thing if the person doesn't give you the perfect response, but if yeah. it's a response that really annoys you, then like. That's just follow, follow your heart, uh, follow your gut rather. Like, I think that's totally fine to be like, okay, like I'm just, I'm already not getting the greatest vibes. And so like, what's the point? I know what the, I'm not going to force or this or try to prove that I can get through this. I think that's an, mm-hmm. uh, a thing. I think that's a thing with dating apps after you've been on them for a while is right. like, I'm not proving myself through this. I've done that before. Right. I've, already, pr- I've said I can go to Long Island for a day. You've put, you've put in your, your time, yeah. I think. And you've I, put in your energy. I think a lot of people feel the same way. Let's do the last story. Yeah. The last story is really is just to, to discuss the, the Hinge voice recording feature and what do you think of it? 
I, I think it's pretty good. I, I It's funny that it's become a punching bag for a lot of people. Like, TikTok has gone off on okay. this. People are playing the recordings yeah. and sitting in front of them and doing... Very vulnerable. It is very you, vulnerable. Like, do you have one? Did you? I haven't done okay. it because I'm afraid of this. I've, right. I've been watching... Just guys get ruined. It's a lot and, of, I mean, and it's kind of like you can you can do that with any you can do that with the dating. It's what we do at our shows. We, sure, we, we break down you know the pictures people choose to put on. Yeah, you can really break down anything. Like, so, yeah, someone could. I mean, I don't even want to put this idea out there, but like, someone could look at mine and be like, "And here's Jared thinking he fucking knows shit." Right. Well, you that's know, like dating it, they're vulnerable. It's kind of like yeah. this is how this. I'm putting myself out there. I'm putting the picture out there. It really is. A vulnerable I, thing. I like the hinge voice note because you can hear the inflection in people's voices. You can hear, you know, where they're I, like, I, it's why I like a podcast. Right. Like, I like that we, when we say things that are on the line, I think, or that maybe like we're talking about the, the woman, the Yale thing. Mm-hmm. You can hear us kind of go, you know, that, you know, this is something someone you said. Both, you get the right, feeling yeah. of them a little bit more. Um, there was one where it was a dude had like this gorgeous voice. Like, okay. like, like mine would be like, Hey, you know, <laughs> sound like I'm like chomping on a bagel or some shit to people. I like, I sound what like, what are you supposed to say? I, you're supposed to answer the prompt. I think. Oh, you know, in, in your, a voice, your note. voice. Okay. Cause I've seen a few in there and all the, vo- you know, I, I don't know. I guess like it, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of like voice fishing, okay. you know, I, I, like, Hey, I'm Jared. Like I like I would change my voice. I don't know. Well, it's hard to be like completely natural when you're. It's kind of like if you're recording like your your voicemail. Yeah. Right. It doesn't come off as like the most natural way you're speaking. You're like speaking to say something. Hi, you've reached Jared Free, right. and I'm here to try and date you. Yeah. You can press one if you like to make out in bar rooms. <laughs> like, is that there? I think we just made your your hinge voice. Is that out. it? Yeah. I sound like the movie phone guy. Yeah. I mean, I think I, on the one hand, I like the idea of it giving you more of a, like, this is what this person sounds like. And on the other hand, I do feel like it's like just another reason to reject someone. Yeah. Where you might not care if you saw them in person and you had their, you maybe you didn't, you don't find their voice to be the most attractive, but you, you met them in person and you like their vibe and like, you don't care as much. Right. You might not have even cared or noticed. So I do think almost like putting your Instagram in, it's just like just another like reason to reject someone. But um, I think it's kind of like if you have a good voice, put it on. It's like almost like adding an extra thing that like you feel super confident in it. Yeah, I don't think anyone should like hate their voice. Like I've had people like, have you ever had someone write to you like, I just looked you up and you look exactly like your voice? No, I've never had that. I've gotten that <laughs> so many times, and I'm like, I don't even know. This is so what- not positive or negative that I don't. Know. I can only take it negatively. Right. What is? A, I don't even know what that means. I, 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 to me, I'm always like, they think I look Jewish. Okay. You know, like, like that's my first assumption, which I'm, I don't even know what that means. You know, right. I, I, I had I, someone once at one of our live shows, I think it was in, in, um, Arizona and Phoenix that was like, you look, you look more attractive than your voice would, <laughs> would infer. And I'm like, well, he didn't use the word infer. I said that. Yeah, it doesn't sound like this yeah, guy knows the right. word infer. Yeah. yeah, he's and he said it to me, which I thought was like weird. It was like a backhanded compliment, sort mm-hmm. of, but also not really, because it's like something's worse than the other. Yeah, it's shitty. Yeah. It's- but yeah, I think it's I think it's an interesting feature. I don't know if I would use it if I were on the apps. I feel like I would I would 
I'm not using it. Um, I I think to me, should you, shouldn't you? I agree with you. The more like it's just something to turn down. This is like kind of on the subject of like texting or anything. Text when you have something to say. Right. Speak when you have something to say. Like if 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 the voice note is good, like if you're you feel forcing like it, can it, add to the resume. Yeah, do it right. If you're forcing, if you're like, what should I say? I hate saying stuff. I hate what my voice. Then don't do it. You know, right. like be, put yourself in the best position to shine. You know, like um, well, is that true of anything? Is that like with height or with um, you know, job? It's like just put it if put you it. think it's good, or don't <laughs> if you're not if you're don't put it if you don't. Well, take the good and the bad. There's going to be people who judge you for not putting it. Right. You know, like... There's and that, I mean, it's fine if that says... It does say something. Everything that you do on these things say, says something. Everything is a choice. Everything is a choice, and you will be reviewed for your choice, and yeah. people will either love you or hate you. I mean, that's what we do on a daily basis, you know, here. Like, we put stuff out, and, you know, we do this podcast, and we put it out every Wednesday, and people go, no, fuck those people. <laughs> and they turn it off. Or they go, these guys are pretty good, you know? Right. And that's their choice. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows summer is just around the corner so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees i wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune luckily i found quince now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's do some awkward sex. Let's you ready? do it. Okay. Our first live awkward sex in the new studio. Ooh. It's a it's a, a brave new world. Me 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 me. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Hi, Jared and Jordana. Love the podcast. And Jared, stand up. I caught you in June in Tacoma. So friggin' funny. Well, thank you. Thought I'd share this fun experience. Still makes me cringe every time I think about it, but it will make me feel better if it gives everyone a good laugh. Back in my early 20s, I was living with my parents for a year after college. I had been secretly hooking up with my manager for several months and was completely crazy about him. While my parents were out of town, he came over to hang out one night. We started out playing pool on my parents' billiard table in the basement, which quickly led to strip pool. And then we ended up going back upstairs to hook up. I can't remember whose idea it was, but we eventually ended up in the shower having sex. It was incredibly hot. One of the few shower sex experiences that I've had where the mechanics worked well and it felt amazing. This is a win for shorter men, I think. What, the shower sex? I think shower sex works for uh, if you're shorter than the woman. I think there's a certain, yeah, there's a certain height disparity Mm. you like. You need to make it work. But usually it's pretty awkward, I think. It's, well, you're either, money fixes everything, as we all know. If you have have an amazing shower bench with multiple nozzles and you're in fucking water world, it's great. Yeah, no, I agree. Every comic of a certain age has a joke about shower sex and how, like, they're under the water having a great time and they're shivering in the corner. Like, you hear that joke a lot. Um, Yeah, but a lot of this is engineering. Um, That is, okay, so mechanics worked well and it felt amazing. That is until I looked down and realized that I had caught the shower curtain with my foot and it was stuck on the outside of the tub, letting water pour directly onto the bathroom floor instead of down the drain. The entire floor of the bathroom was flooded with water, uh, uh, flooded and water was actively flowing into a vent under the sink. Butt naked, I sprinted down the stairs to the basement where I could immediately hear the sound of water raining down. I switched on the light and there, there was water pouring out of the ceiling onto the pool table, which was completely drenched. Pool table's not a good thing to get wet. That's, that's one of those like house items that like... Do you have a pool table? Your parents have a pool table? My parents had a pool table, yes, in the newer house. Growing up, no, and then they moved when I went to college. And they had a pool table. They got one later in life. Later in life. And, but even you guys couldn't water damage it. Yes. But even later in life, we walked around it like it was the Da Vinci. Interesting. You, you know, like, okay. you know, yelled at at every it turn. Was, it seemed like a pretty low, it seems like a pretty low maintenance thing. No? Scratching the table, leaving out pool cues. Okay. Hitting them too hard. <laughs> you know, there was very protective. Got it. Okay. Well, listen, my mom, the Lamborghini of the, uh, of everything, the okay. everything. Take off your shoes. Take off. What are you doing? You're touching everything. It's, it's constant in my house and okay. the pool table wasn't exactly like the best play for us, but okay. I think I blacked out a bit. Uh, out of panic, but together we eventually toweled everything down as much as possible. And he tried to calm me down before leaving. I was totally freaked that my parents would notice the water damage to the ceiling or their very nice pool table. Somehow they never mentioned anything about it. I just tried my best to stop worrying about it. Cut forward a few years, and I'm back home visiting them. We're all playing pool in the basement, and my parents joke about how the pool balls kind of wobble weirdly. We call it the drunk uncle because it never shoots straight. 
I realized that their balls have distortions from the water damage. I just laughed it off and went along with their drunk uncle joke. God, I'm terrible. Thankfully, they've since moved away and got rid of the pool table. I guess they'll never find out. Worst part about it is the sex was incredibly hot and periodically pops up in the spank bank. But then the rest of the night really ruins the memory. I suck at coming up with funny names, so I will leave the comedy to the professionals. Love y'all. And what do we think? Um, this sounds like an expensive sexual experience. Yes, for someone, not her. Her yeah, parents. It's for her parents. Yeah. <laughs> they. I can't believe they didn't notice. I guess maybe it dried by the time they they got home. I mean, there I don't, are, I don't, I'm not an owner of a pool table, so I there don't know. are legit companies that you can call like that, like to like fix a pool table. So okay. like, I would have. I mean, at that That's point, what you would have done. Yeah, anything I could have done for my parents not to find out. How much I mean, is a pool table? Not cheap. Really? I Yeah, I don't think... Okay. I mean, they are centerpieces of homes, like of basements and... Right. I'm really learning a lot about the uh, the pool table... Uh, the game? Experience, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, Maybe you gotta stick to ping pong. It seems like a lower maintenance thing, no? Ping pong's lower maintenance. You can get a table for like 300 bucks at a Costco. Okay. And it, it ruins after a few years, but like... So the the pool table is, is a much higher end home. Ex- it's a fancier experience. Oh, totally. It? It, it is... Like part, like you, you make a room around it. Okay. You, you know, you need the room for it. You're like the pool table is half of my family's net wealth. Yeah, that's what we, <laughs> we have it. tied up we, in this. Yeah, table. we have it in, in our <laughs> safe inside of our mountain where we keep everything, like Richie Rich. Um, the, okay. Um, yeah, no, it's a, it's one of those items that you lived in fear of ruining if you had one at your house. Okay. I don't want, this makes me not want to get a pool table ever. I mean, this is the how response many times most parents even, have. How many times does anyone even play pool, really? It was always like holidays, cousins, you know, like, or you have a dad that smokes a cigar and he's like into it and okay. like him and his buddies go down there. Like my f- dad was never that dad, but like. we. I see what you're saying. It's, it's truly like a, a waste of money now that I think about it. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a basement status symbol. Totally. Okay. I think you're right. That, uh, yeah, if I saw a pool table in a basement, I'd go, all right. Yeah, there's money here. Mm-hmm. Shit's going on. Things are good. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you call this one? I like Maddie's ideas. She had Adult Swim and The Flooded Fuck, but I also liked uh, The Billiard Bang. Billiard Bang, like yes. that. I had, um, what did I have? Pool Party. Okay, I like that. Waterlogged and The Sour Shower. That's a good one. Those are my... What? Would you have sex on a pool table? Yes, but not comfortably. I would okay. always be thinking in the back of my head the whole time, if it was my parents' pool table. But not damaging it. Okay. My mom would be a part of the sexual experience, really something I don't need. Right. I, yeah, I mean, when you just put it like that, I would say. Who was on the table? <laughs> like, all I can think about, who was on the table? Her questions would be so, who was on the table? Who what? There's there's right. marks here. What's going on? Yeah, just go on the floor. I yeah. feel like probably easier. Although it, it takes, I mean, there is something kind of hot about the idea of having sex on a pool table. It The pool table is where a hookup starts, doesn't end. Okay. I would say. There's no bodily fluids that are that should be getting on the pool yeah, table. Yeah, you don't okay. even want to like work around it. And plus the edges 
are right. They go in. Yeah, up, it, elevated. Yeah, it's just not worth the mental hassle. But like the idea of like clearing off a table and then right. hooking up on it, moving you the can, balls. Yeah, you can right. <laughs> into the into the holes. Yeah, you can have a okay. similar experience without the dishes crashing right. on the ground. I would like someone to write in with a with a sexual encounter where they've had sex on a pool table, and I'd like to hear about it. All right, UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches, it's not a deal breaker for either of no, us. No, it's is, an accident. This happens. I mean, unless it was my pool table and someone water damaged it while I was. <laughs> yeah, if it's my child, I'm yeah. breaking up the couple. It's Romeo and Juliet. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love, for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y dot com, that's newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Today's red flag or deal breaker game is brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. I'm a huge High Noon fan. I love that they're doing this show now. I love High Noon. Such a great brand. I feel like they were the drink of the summer and yes. they continue to be the the drink of all parties. You should definitely bring it to the party we just the, the brunch that we just yes. discussed where you should bring luck. bring a friend, <laughs> do the whole thing. High Noon's the perfect drink to have there. High Noon, it's one of those that you're like, how is it this much better than the other hard seltzers? I I don't they figured it out and it's I I'm just like I'll tell you. Well, I'll tell you how. It has real vodka. Oh. 
Really? Yes. It is real vodka. The other hard seltzers are more of a malt beverage. Mm. And this is real vodka and real ingredients. And that's, you know, that's what distinguishes it. That's what makes it just a little bit better than the competition. I mean, if you take a high noon, put it in a cup with a ton of ice. Like you're you living. Yeah. yeah, listen, that's a beach by noon mentality. Exactly. Look at them. I'm writing script beach for these by, people. Beach by high noon. Beach by high noon. So everyone go get a high noon and they're bringing the games today. They got flavors like pineapple, black cherry, watermelon, grapefruit, peach, lime, mango, passion fruit. They got a high noon for every occasion. Try high noon the next time you're on a first date or just hanging out with your friends. Let's play some games. Uh, I, and let me also say the black cherry. That's the best one. That's the best one. That's totally the one agree. that gets me every time. So you ready? I'm ready. Okay, first one. Hey, J&J, here's a red flag or deal breaker for you that I just experienced with a few different men on dating apps. I live in the Chicago area, but I feel like this could work for other big cities with big suburban surroundings. And I've had men put their location as as in the city, even listing specific neighborhoods. Yet when it actually comes down to getting together, they drop the bomb that, oops, they actually live in B-U-F-U, I don't know what that is, or suburb or town way out in the boonies away from the city. What gives? I'm trying to see the side of things that he may not have the same selection of ladies in the area, but isn't it a bad idea to be starting things out with a fib? What if I didn't have a car or direct public transportation? Thanks as always for the laughs and advice over the river and through the woods just to get a date. It's funny. This could be seen as like an elitist thing. Yes. That, that's it's the like, way they play it. This is just like only dating people who went to Yale. The same exact thing. I, I, that, but with, on the other side of it, the person who's this person will go, oh, you're too good to date someone from, you know, right. we have to. This is the logistical issues though. I totally. think it's kind of, even like, let's say it were more, let's say it was more expensive to live out there. It would still be like, this is no, actually I, I, logistically difficult. I agree. I mean, there are, Okay, so they say, what's the point of this? What gives? I'm trying to see the side of things. The side of things is you get your foot in the door mm-hmm. and you go, hey, hey, can I come in, please? Let me just get explained for two seconds. And then right. you go, okay, and they become the love of your life. That's well, what like, gives. It's you know? like why someone would post a picture with their hairline from three years ago. It, it, it's, it's all, there's a reason for everything. Yes. Um, Once you get there, you might not care. Which you might not care. Totally. But it's funny, in the beginning of this episode, you were talking about, like, going to Long Island. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing that anymore. Like, yeah, I could go there, but now you're, like, not interested. They have to understand the hierarchy of the situation. They have to come to you. They come to me. I'm cool with it. Right. They they never use it against me until we're, like, deep into mm-hmm. this relationship. I'm okay with it. Oh, you live far out of town? And then they, they do the same thing. But I'm in the city all the time. I'm right. in the city all well, the time. I stay with this. a friend. Well, right. he, and they have to take the consequences that come with their actions. Like, oh, I stay with a friend. Okay, well, I would never feel comfortable making a date for someone where I felt I couldn't cancel on them in a normal fashion. <laughs> So, so like right. there is, I, I will say as someone who's in a major city, if someone did this to me, I would go, okay, I'm now this is a new resume. I wouldn't regret the date, but I would say to them, hey, how you getting home? You know, right. like I, uh, what time is the train well, tonight? It's like, kind of like you, I think if you're the person who lives in the less desirable area and you're trying to pretend you live in the more desirable area, you just have to, it's your, it's on you. To figure out how to get there. 
What, but I agree. But we're already like down the road on this one. Like we're already giving them a chance. So you'd give them a chance? If they if they don't make it my problem, then yeah. Yeah. I mean. Like if they're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'll come in. Like I'm, I'm not expecting you to come out here. Like I'm happy to come in. I think I would probably be fine with that. Although I do agree, especially in the beginning, it can be kind of weird in the sense of like, okay, yeah, I don't really want you to like stay over. It but puts like, a lot of more I obligation have, right. on the other. Now it, I have to feel like an asshole for like making you go all the way home. Go all the way home or even come all the way in. Right. Like for a date, like everyone is kind of half excited for a date, like usually. But you could be saying that about someone who lives in, you live in the Upper West Side. They live in the Lower East Side. Like totally that's agree. Still, but, I, uh, but I'm saying like even in that scenario, I go, it's a cab and I'll pay for the fucking cab. You know, right. like I, if if things, would you pay for a, a cab to, the, to Westchester? <laughs> I mean, if need be, like right. uh, you know, if it got to that, where I'd be like, okay, if they're like, well, you made me miss the train, you well, know, I don't here's know. Here's what I, I think: it's kind of like if you were in the middle, this might be the thing that pushes you mm-hmm. off. If you were real, if I was really into them, I think I wouldn't care that much. If I were like not well, sure, maybe it makes me lean towards the no. See, I think we aren't addressing the issue because I, I'm hearing this person like okay. in my head. The issue is the reveal on the date because I would, I now I'm thinking like if they, here's the only way I allow it to happen. Okay. We're having a great ping pong conversation over an app or we've been set up and then all of a sudden they say, hey, I just want to get thing, one thing straight. Um, I live in New Jersey and I... Big reveal. <laughs> so I live in New Jersey and would you, I would love to go on a date, but I totally understand if this is something that like is just not within what you're looking to do. But I'm in the city on these three nights. I don't mind, you know, I don't really have a curfew on things. Right. I can get back to my place. I would love to do one a thing on these three nights. I would go on that date. Same. Yeah. I think right? it's about presentation. Like it's all said, right? Right? Now let's change it. You're on the date. Great time. I See, I don't understand how the date could be a great time because I'm putting myself in this scenario. How could and, someone who lives on Long Island have a great time with me on the date? I have no idea. I mean, <laughs> with the L-I-R-R just in the back of their All brain. The issues. Well, here's the issue. If you play out the date, hey, great to meet you, Jordana. Where are you coming from? Okay. Like, it is one of the first questions, what area do you live in? Right. So it's a tough to come back from because it's not the 10th question on the date. Like, it's like, do you know what I mean? Like, if it yeah. was the 10th question on a date in normal hypothetical situation, I'd go, okay, we're already in deep and this has been great. We've got a few drinks deep and we can kind of joke about it and mm-hmm. figure it out. But it's always the first or second. Right. It would, it would, it would taint your view of someone, I think. The whole earlier. date would be yeah, about that. Right. I would, I would legit again, not be able to get off the I top. think if they presented it well and were like a little bit self-deprecating about it, I'd probably be okay. Yeah. It would have to be, but it goes on your and, resume. Yeah. And with the under, and that I don't want to be asked to be coming out there. No, I ain't doing. Right. No, but we have such good bars out there. No, you no, don't. Right. No, you yeah, don't. That's not you know, you don't. Yeah, that would be the deal breaker. Oh, no, the breweries don't care. The wineries don't give a if shit. If they're trying to sell it, that's, yeah. where, that's where things are But I have a weird. pool. I got a tub. <laughs> I have a shower. 
Like, I, I don't know. There, I, we're the by pool. the beach. I don't in the know. summer, maybe. Summer. The beach. I, I have a very expensive home <laughs> in Westchester, maybe. It's a mansion, three bedroom. I swear to God. Yeah. yeah. I don't School know. School systems are great. Okay. Um, let's do another one. Okay. Metacute guy. He has a super active Instagram account for his late dog. A memorial account. This <laughs> is for real. How does he get two thousand? The dog is Medicare, okay. He has super act, super active memorial. The ghost of the dog haunts oh Instagram. God. I uh, super active account for his late dog that has two thousand followers. Still uses it to post daily TBTs of his late dog. Red flag or deal breaker. I mean, like, I don't want to be insensitive to the dog community, but it would have to be a deal breaker for me. And it's really not even about the dog. Any, anything, anyone, anyone that they, I think like sort of an, an obs- any sort of thing that they're like a little obsessive mm. about with its own Instagram account that they're maintaining. That's like, it just wouldn't be a personality match for me. Yeah. I like that you were like, I don't want to be insensitive to the dog community. And I just did a ghost dog voice. <laughs> Um, about his community. dead dog. Um, the dog community is scary. They are scary. You don't like Don't want to upset them. No. <laughs> Your dog stinks. It keeps jumping on me. You didn't train it enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not being able to let go. Right. And I think that could be anything that yeah. TBT. Daily throwbacks. Yeah. And that's Look like a lot us. of effort. You're maintaining this account. Yeah. And it's like, you like how how upset are you when you're posting? Like, is there a tearful moment every time? Right. I just don't really see. How long ago did the dog die? I think that is plays an important part in this too. Did she write. Um, she didn't write, but I I think like if the what dog if it was. What's the limit? A month. What do you mean? Like, they can only be posting every day for a month? Yeah. Let's let's say they do the thirty days of Christmas with their dead dog. Even every single day, maybe like once a week. I think I, I think the everyday part, no matter how long it's been, is sort of the limit for me. But like if it were, let's say the dog died a year ago and every month they post one picture. Um, that's like where I... That's a different end. thing. Yeah, I mean, I would be making fun of that person even if it was like a grandma. Right. Like I'd be like, I would have like nicknames that, for them. I mean, I that would be the subject of many of my group chats. I But I, I hear right. what you're That's saying. That's the thing about social media is like you can't be dating the person that you would be making fun of in a group chat mm. for someone else. Totally. That's really like the bar of like, will my friends be talking about this in a chat that I'm excluded from? <laughs> Because you know that's possible. Yeah, like I would be there right. if just I know, wasn't with the person. Just thinking about how the fact that that's probably going on would really taint my experience dating them. You ever had a friend get a divorce and then they like are accepted back into the group chat that was talking about their marriage? Right, now we can add yeah. you back in because like the topics are less... We're bah, not... bah, 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 bah. Welcome back. It's my, big, my greatest fear, right? <laughs> yeah, your ex was a piece of shit. Welcome back. We're happy to have you back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Final one. Last one. You don't go to bed at the same time. Example, staying at significant other's place for the weekend, 
second, third time, and you go go to bed, and they stay in the living room watching TV slash reading for another hour plus while you fall asleep. My coworker had an ex-girlfriend reach out and say that that was one of the reasons she broke things off with him. He had no clue that was an issue. My current boyfriend and I always go to bed early because we, we also like to wake up early, but he always asks me if I'm ready to go to bed, not that we have a set bedtime. I also enjoyed waking up at the same time as him. Women hate this. Hate what? Like, like the, a guy being like, good night, and oh, then yeah. hanging out. And I'll, I'm just going to watch the rest of the- It's funny. I um, I know it's irrational, but it bothers me too. You're not alone. I'll be like, Are I, we go- oh, so like, do you want to go to bed? He's like, um, Mike will be like, um, the game's like. Yeah. I'm like, no, but we're going to go to, let's go to bed. Let's. And then we get in bed. I'm like, we're not watching this. Yeah. <laughs> I have been in that. Yeah. scenario myself and yeah i i mean i can't understand it uh i but i can like i you know what i mean like i it's, it feels a little comforting i feel like to just have to go to bed next to someone it just kind of like feels like a routine part of your routine i get it i i, get I do think why it's irrational like, though like i do it and i think it's irrational. it's like sitting next to each other on the plane i mean <laughs> like, <laughs> same thing I mean, we to discuss me. that yeah um yeah, I mean, we've had a few, it's kind of like, I, when you first start dating, I could see it being more of a thing. Mm. Like, if it's the third time you're with someone at their apartment, and then they're like... Different story. Right? If a, if a guy came over, and I was like, all right, let's 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 go in the bed, and he was like, I'm going to stay out here. Yeah, like, I'm going to finish weird. the right, one yeah. by but, yourself. But even now, I still feel a little weird about it. Like, I'll, it's fine, like, it happens, and, like, I'm okay with it, because I'm, I mean... I, again, I sound like a lunatic, but I prefer I prefer to go together. It, but I totally hear you, and I I understand it. <laughs> it is it's funny to me now. Like I like going to bed without like like I listen to talk radio to go to bed. Really, I listen to podcasts. Like, I like you have headphones on when you no, go to bed. I just have <laughs> like <laughs> so when you had a girlfriend, you were that was okay. So then you have to kind of stop it a little bit, right. and now I'm giving up the way I sleep for the relationship, which I, I was okay with. Mm-hmm. And then like, there would be nights where you can't get to bed and you go, and then I would turn on well, that's a how podcast. You, right. That's how you wind up. I mean, to bring this conversation full circle from the beginning, that's how you wind up as the old divorce dad. <laughs> Can I tell you? Okay. My dad. It's like a, you're haunting me. My yeah. dad has a one bedroom apartment. I hadn't stayed in his apartment in, 20 years. Mm. The, he had a hip replacement. So okay. I told him I would stay over to, to my dad is the quintessential divorce dad. Yes. Um, I told him I would stay over, you know, in case he needed me, but I, other sisters couldn't do it. So I, I like how at the beginning you were like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm describing him. I mean, you're completely. describing my dad yeah. to a T, but he, my dad has never been happier. Sure. He loves the divorce dad life. He's, you know, he does his own thing. No one makes him do any. He, so anyway, it's 3 a.m. In the, oh, I'm mm. visiting him. It's three. All of a sudden, I hear um, fucking like uh, bagpipes coming out of his room. I'm like, it's and I, it's and I'm also sleeping on his like disgusting couch that mm-hmm. is like divorced dad, like from his mother, from like her store from the 1970s. Oh my god, I gotta I'm date sleep, somebody. There's like dust. <laughs> there's dust in my eyes yeah. from this couch. Like I'm literally, and I finally, fi- I finally managed to go to sleep. I finally fall asleep. Yeah. All of a sudden, I hear these bagpipes at 3 a.m. And so I like get up really pissed off and mm-hmm. my dad has a hip replacement. So he's like, not, I open the door and I'm like, 
And he's like, oh, like, can I make you some coffee or something? I go, it's 3 a.m. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking Can you return this? Da- like, there's someone here. And he's like, you know, he's been in divorce dad mode for mm-hmm. so long that he just has no idea that anyone else, that like anyone with, like, what? there's anyone else in his apartment. What was he listening to? Fucking like Israeli radio or some <laughs> bullshit. I don't know. Like, I've never been I- more angry. I was like, and this is why mom divorced you. Oh my um, God. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, anyway, to bring that back to, to this thing, it's like you, if, you, if you listen to your podcast for too long on your own time, you become too, too a, a podcast, <laughs> a talk show. You know, I go to bed, I listen to my own voice, anyway, my own how, hinge voice prompts. That's how you become my dad. Um, oh, <laughs> to bring the conversation full around. Um, and I like, I felt bad, but I had to yell at him. I was like, there's someone else here. It's 3 a.m. You need to get your apartment cleaned. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I got a list of things. Right. Yeah, yeah. And another thing. The, the couch is dusty. Yeah. Seriously. Hey, I, I mean, what is a... this? I guess this feels very male. What is like a... Fe- like, I think this happens as you get older. Like, you get used to your kind of idiosyncratic... Idiosyncrasies. Did I say? What's the? I, I, is that what it is? I should never opinion? go for a big word ever again in my entire. <laughs> Your habits and routines. Your habits and routines. <laughs> yeah, you like stick like like my habit. My routine that, is yeah, like ladies, yeah yeah. This like, is why you should have settled down in college. <laughs> <laughs> now you're gonna deal with this. Um, you get used to like these things, habits and routines, and it's like, what are the female versions? Like my habit, my routine is like, like I would say like. Probably being a little messy. Right. I would probably say like I need it. Like I listen to a podcast to get to bed. I stay up and I TV on. Like, is there a female version? I mean, I know there's some women that listen to podcasts to go to bed. And, yeah, and I used to watch listen TV. to like sleep meditation stuff to go to bed. I don't really do that anymore. But I would say the female annoying things is we have to go to bed together. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very particular about temperature. Cold or hot? Cold. I like it yeah, very cold. cold. Yeah. I'm, I'm on that side too. But listen. Anyway, I guess. It would be a deal breaker if it was the first three times, but once we got into a space, I think I'd be fine. Yeah, there needs to be a discussion. I, I and if someone was like, "You, you got to get into bed," I mean, I that was fine with me when I was in that. That wasn't like my issue, you know. Like I wasn't right. like I don't go to bed, and I think it's more important to like be okay with like, are you a TV on couple? Are you mm-hmm. a? I think those things get a little bit harder because it's like if someone can fall asleep and I can just like have the TV on with me with headphones or something and that's okay. You know, like you can right. work those things out, you know? Yeah. Well, it's funny. Mike, Mike used to be a TV on person and now, <laughs> now he learned that he's not. <laughs> well, the, the, I the marriage is so going well. Just to be <laughs> They're three weeks in and it's going great. Yeah. He's a whole new person. He didn't even know that he was. That's it for Red Flag or Deal Breaker. Brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. Uh, listen, real vodka, real juice, 100 calories, gluten-free, no sugar added. I, the, the, the motto of this show is to have fun while looking as good as possible. And I think High Noon is, is the really the go. answer to that, that, that quandary. Big word. Uh, <laughs> look at us. <laughs> look at us. We're, we're, Elevated uh, in this podcast studio. Listen, this has been so great. Like, we went so long, I think, because of the studio. Because it feels like a natural conversation in person. Yes. Yeah. I love it. We solved dating again, Jordan. We did it. I'm proud of us. And you can find where to purchase High Noon by visiting highnoonspirits.com. We will see you on our Sunday special. Bye.
You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.